thanks organizers uh, for giving me the platform for talking about some of the things what we are thinking and also i thank all the viewers for joining us uh, this morning and uh, my viewers our viewer our viewers as well as the fellow citizens uh, at this uh, crisis on this uh, planet uh, and crisis on this humanity we all we are keeping calm and so actually we will you know overcome this and uh, soon and uh, until then let's uh, keep calm and uh, try to get this uh, over and we will uh, will will win anyway we'll <clears throat> talk about some of the things of what we think and we are trying to push and we are will be talking about the dcg which is a century old vaccine and that was uh, purpose was not that uh, covid 19 but it was purpose was uh, for uh, tuberculosis and uh, so right at this moment as you see the our uh, beloved uh, planet the blue planet and the whole humanity irrespective of uh, socio economic status race religion all are in 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 in, in problem and we have to keep calm and the uh, world is right now is under repair and uh, <clears throat> we have to uh, you know hold hands to get this uh, over so this is what uh, the main uh, message so this is uh, i'm talking about the corona virus which as you know is uh, right now is a pand pandemic is onset is going on and this is uh, caused by a virus which is uh, is the sars virus and this is sars virus uh, cov2 and this is also uh, known as uh, covid 19 and this is cov2 that's because uh, previously the another sars virus epidemic happened that that was also originated from china in, in 2003 and uh, so this is what the second one uh, which is uh, also causing uh, pandemic and this time pandemic is throughout the world from this global map as you see there is something although there is political boundaries for this virus infection there is no boundary and there is no something called superpower and um, less power or third world country or first world country this almost everybody is affected and although the effect is uh, not everywhere the uh, you know uniform and there is a, some kind of distribution here is a, some of the example what i am listing here as you see in black letters which is i listed us spain italy france where the you see there is high number of incidences and high number of ca casualties on the other hand as you see in the blue letters is written in brazil japan india there is uh, less number of um, uh, incidences and less number of uh, casualties and this is i'm talking about per million population as you see this is there are i divided in two parts there's the reason the reason is these um, black letters the us spain italy france they are the one which never got the bcg vaccine whereas the one in down there brazil japan india we all take this is a that's a universal vaccination with the bcg anyway i'll come that part in little later but at this um, right now what you see this virus is also called the china virus china coronavirus that's because it's originates from china 
And what are the symptoms? Uh, symptoms is the fever, chest pain, chill, rapid heartbeat, and uh, breathing difficulties, pneumonia, kidney failure. And then when this is uh, this spreads through uh, via coughing and sneezing, the first symptoms will be headache, sore throat, cough, and shortness of breath. These are the first uh, kind of um, uh, symptoms. So then the question is, where this virus is coming from? As I little mentioned, this is first found in Wuhan in Hubei province of China. And then now if you look at the, where is the animal kingdom, where do we get it? Basically one suspect, uh, suspicion is coming from the bat. The bat coronavirus, which is, which is known is RATG13, which is 96% homology. But there is a problem and people has the some kind of, um, you know, uh, reservations. That's because of, uh, in, in a minute I'll come, that this virus infects and the, there's a receptor, receptor, which is the, well, S1, S2, which is the, um, uh, uh, you know, core protein. There's a protein, which is, uh, within that protein, there is something called RBD, receptor binding domain where it finds this receptor, which is ACE2, angiotensin, uh, uh, a enzyme receptor 2, that, that binds with this uh, uh, receptor. In this, where the key residue binds, there are six residues of amino acids. Five of them are already mutated. And also, there is a S1, S2, there is a protein, which is also re required for the binding and the entry of the virus. That you'll see in a movie in a minute. So basically, and in that junction, there are 12 uh, nucleotide insertion. So that people are sketchy whether this is coming from the bat. Yet another suspicion was uh, the coming from the pangolin. So although the hom homology is much less, but the six residues in the RBD are very similar to what COP2, what uh, human is now being infected. Having said that, some people, because of two things, almost a, the fusion of two things, either from bat or from the pangolin, some people think it's a man-made or kind of uh, hybridized. So is this coming from, the, uh, uh, from a laboratory? But whether this is coming from the laboratory or it's because of a natural mutation, no matter what we talk about, basically we actually right now, what human doing human race is doing too many things which is not really friendly to the nature and nature is kind of um, doing all sorts of things. So here I'm just, uh, uh, you know, uh, saying, uh, you know, uh, showing a, a poster is from the Syrian boy who was before just, he was dying. The last word he said, I'm going to tell everything to God. So basically uh, we believe in God, basically um, to God probably, it has to save us, and that is what we are uh, praying. Now, the virus, what is this virus? Virus is, as you see, virus is a RNA virus. That means it, its core genetic material is RNA, ribonucleic acid. And we have the most interesting thing is it has a spike protein. Spike protein, what we call S, the spike, and which is acts as a ligand for the receptor, which is expressed on the 
human epithelial cell in the lung kidney and um, lung kidney intestine and um, in the heart what it does actually the as you see the virus the, when it comes to in contact in our epithelial cell here in this case lung epithelial cell it finds its receptor ac2 upon internalization the genetic material comes up here is the rna and then it through uh, is rna and then uh, through right multiplication dependent uh, rna is uh, um, transcribed through something called rna dependent rna polymerase and that's uh, fun, finally transcribed to ribosome and then finally it makes a, a virus particle which all of the, everything is now in this is a small movie i uh, did cut and paste from somewhere and you'll see that pressing um, it to build the components of new viruses have a look when an infected person talks coughs or sneezes droplets carrying the virus may land in your mouth or nose and then move into your lungs once inside your body the virus comes in contact with cells in your throat nose or lungs one spike on the virus inserts into a receptor molecule on your healthy cell membrane like a key in a lock this action allows the virus to get inside your cell a typical flu virus would travel inside a sac made from your cell membrane to your cell's nucleus that houses all its genetic material the coronavirus on the other hand doesn't need to enter the host cell nucleus it can directly access parts of the host cell called ribosomes ribosomes use genetic information from the virus to make viral proteins such as the spikes on the virus's surface a packaging structure in your cell then carries the spikes in vesicles which merge with your cell's outer layer the cell membrane all the parts needed to create a new virus gathered just beneath your cell's membrane then a new virus begins to bud off from the cell's membrane now with the virus spreading in your body how can you develop pneumonia symptoms for this we'll have to look into your lungs each lung has separate sections called lobes normally as you breathe air moves freely through your trachea or windpipe then through large tubes called bronchi through smaller tubes called bronchioles and finally into tiny sacs called alveoli your airways and alveoli are flexible and springy when you breathe in each air sac inflates like a small balloon and when you exhale the sacs deflate small blood vessels called capillaries surround your alveoli oxygen from the air you breathe passes into your capillaries and then carbon dioxide from your body passes out of your capillaries into your alveoli so that your lungs can get rid of it when you exhale your airways catch most germs in the mucus that lines your trachea bronchi and bronchioles in a healthy body hair like cilia lining the tubes constantly push the mucus and germs out of your airways where you might expel them by coughing normally cells of your immune system attack viruses and germs that make it past your mucus and cilia and enter your alveoli however if your immune system is weakened like in the case of a coronavirus infection the virus can overwhelm your immune cells and your bronchioles and alveoli become inflamed as your immune system attacks the multiplying viruses 
The inflammation can cause your alveoli to fill with fluid, making it difficult for your body to get the oxygen it needs. You could develop lober pneumonia, where one lobe of your lungs is affected, or you could have bronchopneumonia that affects many areas of both lungs. Pneumonia may cause difficulty breathing, chest pain, coughing, fever and chills, confusion, headache, muscle pain. So now, as you saw, this is basically that what we uh, feel and it is now well established, most of the thing happens because of hyperimmune response or the inflammation. Because of inflammation, there's a huge um, in the lung pathology and also acc accumulation of uh, fluid in the lung. What actually happens so upon infection with the COP2, upon binding with the receptor inside the cell, there are signal goes on. I don't have to remember all these. This is only for the scientific term. Is activation of various inflammatory responses. And that lead to the outside, the many other cells being activated through its receptor, and which is we call PAM, pathogen association molecular pattern, which is recognized by the PRR, pathogen recognition receptor, and that leads to the various uh, inflammatory responses. And that inflammatory response, the resulted in, in inflammatory response is here, as you see, is here when the SARS infects, either because of epithelial cells, inflammatory cells, and the lung epithelial interactions. Two types of immune response either happens, either anti-inflammatory, which can resolve the basically virus, so that, or basically hyperinflammation that causes the pathology. So now, what will the lung will look like in the X-ray, as you see, that from this question, the X-ray COVID patient, this is a lung is really badly affected, and then you can see the lesions in the lung. And uh, if you look at the pathology, as you see, there are various uh, things happens, especially in the you will see proteinaceous uh, fibrin exudes, as you see in the A, and also the diffuse thickening of fibrosis, or the lining, as you see from the lining. These are all basically thickening of fibrosis-like thing. And these are the things where, the, as you see, fibroblastic foci. These are all fibroblastic foci. And also abundant polynuclear cells and macrophages. These are the all polynuclear macrophages and the, the infiltrating in air space. That means, basically, the inflammation is going on that led to the the uh, inhibition of capacity of lung functioning and ultimately because of hyperinflammation, the patient uh, uh, often uh, show uh, all this severeness and all maybe finally the death. So what the intervention right at this moment to available? So far there is no vaccine available and there is no specific uh, treatment available. This virus is as you see almost like a very new virus which is a three to four months old virus and developing a, a therapy therapeutics or the vaccine it takes kind of many many years so therefore right at this moment what everything is right now happening with the repurposing repurposing drug especially i would like to talk about the remdesivir as you know the remdesivir is a um, is developed uh, against Ebola and where it doesn't really work. But 
some people think this remdesivir is working and that is working in in parts of in us last yesterday also we saw some report in some part of us it is working uh, however in china wuhan there are uh, i think 158 patients given uh, remdesivir and whereas there are 97 uh, or 79 patients are given placebo and there is no you know improvement whatsoever there's no difference whatsoever so basically this is a one of the uh, you know uh, repurposing drug another one is uh, promising is the hydroxychloroquine as you all know this hydroxychloroquine is a drug for the malaria infection and some in in us there are some uh, you know good result is coming up but uh, once again this is a repurposing drug whether really it works It's, although it's not specific whether it works we really do not know yet so when we talk about repurposing vaccine the only repurposing vaccine right at this moment we know there is a bcg there is huge there are till date there are 12 papers came out that says there is indeed there is a correlation to bcg immunization versus incidence of covid covid infection and the fatality of covid infection so there is uh, uh, bcg there are although there are lots of lots of um, criticism including the uh, when i talked about uh, probably i was the first person talk about in the world this and then we talked about in 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 india and then uh, there are a lot of criticism but right at this moment once again but in india also finally took this decision to go ahead with the uh different form of mtea um, uh, mycobacteria i'll come in a minute so what are the current status of vaccine that a whole world is right now uh trying for uh, vaccine three of the vaccines are in 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 clinical trial the, there are all of them as you see these are the three either non replicating viral vector dna and rna there are three uh, right now in 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 front and there are 67 other candidates are in pre clinical trials uh, which are mostly the dna rna inactivated live attenuated non replicating uh, viral protein subunit replicating vector on virus like particles nanoparticle etc there are 60 other 67 other in the uh, pre clinical stage <clears throat> so now the question is what we are all making the um, uh you know uh, trying to make, make the vaccine what the vaccine should look like and this is a very unprecedented and very unique kind of virus is the regular method of developing vaccine will work and that for that we some we did some kind of rational if you look back what what are the immune responses actually is required for the for the virus uh, um, for the protection against virus first thing is innate immune response as we all know innate immune response is one of the major thing that that needs to be uh, elevated for uh, in the first place of eliminating the virus in this um, among this innate immune responses one of the most important thing is interferon as an interferon which is actually blocks the viral protein synthesis degradation of viral rna and also inhibit the assembly of uh, assembly of, of, of virus 
and so therefore in type 1 interferon which mostly the interferon alpha and beta plays very very important role on the other hand we need the type 2 interferon which is the interferon gamma which activates cytotoxic t cells as well as the it um, helps the t helper cell responses so next thing what we did natural killer cells i'll come in a minute natural killer cell which is required for the uh, killing of uh, target cells and macrophages as you know this is always the, the phagocytes which engulf the uh, virus or bacteria and then degrade them and then help uh, mount the immune response here is uh, a little details as you see the what i talked about type 1 interferon the which induces that uh, enzyme that blocks viral replication inhibits viral protein synthesis and also it can degrade viral uh, rna inhibition of gene expression and assembly in the virus this is all not by directly directly and indirectly it is it has been done take home messages type 1 interferon plays an important role for the elimination of the virus particle next is natural killer cell the natural killer cell the moment they find the infected uh, virally infected cells they come and simply kill them the killing mechanism i am not going right at this moment and also we did the macrophage i talked about which is the uh, phagocytes which is the moment they say virally infected cells they engulf whole cells or also it can engulf the virus and then one they degrade it and also because of presence of pam they uh, uh, start producing antiviral molecules which is nitric oxide ifns interferons and the tnf human necrosis factors now not only the innate immune response for for a vaccine development what we need we need the adaptive immune response that means once a vaccine been injected or immunized it should prevent in future infections for that what we need basically we need antibody and cytotoxic lymphocytes and also t helper cells why do we need it as you see from the left panel as you see virus work a uh, antibody works three ways it blocks the receptor therefore it really cannot bind once this antibody is painted on the on a virus that is taken as phagocytosis it can degrade and then finally we it uh, virus will be eliminated but good thing is as you see in the c the when there is a virus is degraded there is something called pam pathogen associated molecular pattern that activates immune system that leads to the uh, production of various cytokines which is uh, actually anti um, works as antivirals next is cytotoxic t cells already i talked a little bit so when the, uh, when the cytotoxic t cells find a infected cell an infected cell immediately they go and simply bind it and then they start producing something called gram uh, par uh, parforin parforin what it does actually goes and makes a hole in the infected cell and then releases granazyme which is another one which is kills and uh, you know the target cells so you don't have to remember all this is a mechanism but at take home messages we need the antibody we need the cytotoxic t cells and also we need the t helper cells why do we need t helper cells there because t helper cell actually helps b cell to produce antibodies those antibodies actually are the one which are against the virus and also t helper cell helps the cd8 t cells 
by providing various cytokines to get activated. So basically, take home message is we need innate immunity for the interferons, natural killer cells, macrophages, and we need adaptive immune response. Not all, but we need the antibodies, cytotoxic T cells, and T helper cells. Now, so far, we know what are the uh, immune responses we need. Now, what's the relation with the BCG? So just to giving a little bit of background of BCG, BCG almost a century year old, which has been invented in 1921. And it is given at the birth, means the, the newborn uh, baby. Why I'm saying is newborn baby, then this is a very, very, very safe vaccine. A newborn baby, if it can tolerate, it can be tolerated by everybody. And it is uh, designed for the, uh, for the TB. So, but it, is, it has been shown the uh, BCG vaccine actually protects children from disseminated TB and meningitis in children. Unfortunately, this uh, BCG vaccine is not efficacious against the adult pulmonary TB. So basically because of it uh, um, cannot protect in adult pulmonary TB, many, many countries, they, although they started and they discontinued this vaccination. So therefore, basically, some of the countries right at this moment, we have the universally adapted BCG vaccination. Some of the countries never given BCG vaccination. Some of the uh, countries already, we have continuing to uh, give the BCG vaccination. So other than TB, what else right at this moment we know? So that is, we call it off-target effects. So during this uh, century, it has been very well correlated with uh, leprosy, brillis ulcer, bladder cancer, colorectal cancer. These are BCG is giving, BCG actually protects from these, uh, these diseases. And right now also BCG is being, is, uh, is being tried for other um, uh, indications such as uh, colon cancer, sepsis, type one diabetes. One most important thing I would like to get your attention, it has been shown in research monkey. As you know, the monkeys are the very, very uh, in genetically very similar makeup with human. That means uh, the, uh, that is what most of the drug trials, uh, it's once it's given the human, then only one can go for the human. So BCG upon um, given uh, vaccination uh, in the rhesus monkeys, and it has been shown the monkeys now uh, in a protected against various uh, respiratory infections. So that is what, as you know, the coronavirus is one of the uh, respiratory, respiratory infection. And also right now in BCG is in clinical trial in for the COVID-19 in Australia, Netherlands, uh, Germany, UK, and many other countries right now in, in, in India also, other form of uh, microbacteria is being given. So basically right now we, I'm entering in our data. So looking at the world when there is uh, uh, the uh, COVID-19 is spread out throughout the world, we tried to uh, you know, uh, analyze some kind of data. We have taken all the countries, those who have more than 1,000 um, infection, uh, infected uh, uh, population. So all those countries, here is the data, as you see, the 
we divided in three parts no vaccine that means these countries never got the vaccination or those countries who got initially they were giving vaccination and then discontinued in various time time and also some of the countries as in the all the right panel the all were given the continuously given or universally given the vaccination in, uh, in all times so this as you see from the uh, cases per million those who never got uh, vaccine their, their incidence is really really high as you see this is in a log scale so as you see this is 1 10 100 1000 10000 is a log scale so basically and see those who are given universal vaccination they have the at least almost one log one and a half log basically almost like a 100 times more vulnerable those who are uh, less vulnerable in compared to those who never uh, got the vaccination this is the incidence now we are coming to the death which is casualties as you see from death also we have see the same trend those who got never got vaccination their mortality or the casualties very very high with compared to those who are giving universal vaccination interestingly what we saw the discontinued vaccination there is they belong in between so basically from here there is a correlation that those who got the vcg vaccination are little safer with compared to those who never got uh, you know, vaccination now as we know this is uh, all uh, in a covid uh, data which is coming out the people at young age that means uh, the children up to 15 years there are very very less or very few so basically for statistical analysis those are not the significant numbers so therefore we are not considering other than we looked out all the data available with, with the age age wise these are the countries the age age wise data available and we did analysis did analysis this is the incidences per million cases as you see those who got vaccination and those who got uh, never got vaccination and also we have data for discontinued uh, uh, vaccine vaccination countries and this is a year wise um, uh, analysis as you see those who are 15 to 44 years we see there is a difference indeed the difference is much more uh, uh, you know prominent in those in the age 45 to 64 in the next page as you see the even better as you see the 45 to 79 and also we see very good differences the people who are more than 80 years so all this uh, data the when uh, as you see all the data in the log scale the here is the all the mean with the data in the presentation is a blue line as you see those who got vaccination like india and those in the red line like us those who never got vaccination and the in between the green line as you see those who are um, given vaccination and then the discontinued vaccination if this is a perfect correlation these are i'm talking about the mean of every countries we have taken so as you see from here we can easily can say that there is a relation 
obviously vaccination versus uh, non vaccination is a throughout the world this is i'm not talking about the only one country this data is compiled from the all the uh, uh, data available available for all the countries and these are the mean values and uh, as you see it is very very uh, statistically significant now this is the i'm talking about the incidence now let us let us talk about the mortality the fatality is a once again per billion population as you see those who got the vac vaccine like italy switzerland united states netherlands their incidence is very very high with compared to those who got uh, vaccination like you know south korea hungary japan philippines portugal and so on and so forth and uh, the across the age as you see the upper panel which is the age 15 to uh, 50 44 and the lower panel which is the 45 to 64 and here is the data for the age uh, 65 to 79 <coughs> and the last panel is the age more than uh, 80 so these are the casualties these are the <coughs> fatalities so basically here also we can see those who received bcg vaccination this actually they are uh, in a protected and protected i'm not uh, is not absolute protection i'm talking about uh, in the countries with compared to those who never got uh, vaccination here is the compiling data one thing i can see as you see per million death one second in calculation the uh, those in the blue line those who got uh, vaccination and the uh, the red line those who never got vaccination and the green line those who got um, uh, discontinued continued vaccination once again it's statistically very very significant the, with that um, uh, with that uh, vaccination i uh, vaccination with bcg or not been vaccination with bcg from uh, from here and here as you see when we talked about the death there are some of the countries in fact those who got also uh, some kind of uh, vaccination uh, in some of the um, countries are showing little high of in, in, although they are protected but little high so we we thought it could be because of different strains we are using as you know 1921 um, uh, this bcg vaccination uh, bcg vaccine is discovered and during this 100 years there are uh, there many many uh, substrain came up basically at least the six or seven one of the strain which we use is we call it mix although it's not a mixture but definitely it's a mix mix and the uh, strain name is mix and we also use uh, bcg pasture and some other countries the use basically bcg russia bcg uh, denmark if you look at whether all these strains uh, protect similarly we don't think so when we did the analysis analyze the data what we saw for a billion case of incidence the mixture or the pasture gives the beautiful result whereas the bcg russia and bcg denmark is comparatively is not is less protective in in terms of incidence as well as in the right panel in terms of death also we see there is a less number of death 
in those who countries use the mix or bcg japan but those who used like uh, bcg russia denmark um, they are not really uh, highly protected i mean less protected with compared to those who got the mix or bcg passive strain now what as we know the bcg bcg is a uh, bacteria so now what the data what we see it is bcg was intended for the intended intended for the tuberculosis um, so is this the immunity is real or is a casual relationship whether is a casual relationship or this is the real but from the data what we see at least covid incidence is in universally inversely proportional with the bcg vaccination as so as the death the casualty which is very good the uh, you know uh, inverse Uh, relation we have seen right at this moment so now how long bcg uh, immunity remains do we need a boost as as you see the covid 19 infection is mostly to the elders from bcg immunization history we know the bcg actually protects children from the uh, disseminated tb and meningitis over a period of time this immunity gets weakened or the it uh, fades away the immunity so therefore in adult it really doesn't uh, protect so from there what we thought and as rightly many of the countries like germany the australia netherland they are uh, boosting so therefore what we thought we also need to boost the bcg and bcg immunity is as is, is a non specific as as you know the bcg is a bacteria whereas covid 19 what the pandemic is causing which is a virus how a bcg uh, immunization or the bacterial immunity can gives you the immunity against the virus there are many theories and also right at this moment we know something called herd immunity which is uh, also called the innate memory also called the trained immunity what people think there are several papers uh, last two years of course not specific to covid 19 the say upon immunization of the bcg bcg does changes the metabolics and the uh, epigenetics and finally it changes the program of the stem cells and it makes the uh, more uh, protective role towards the uh, inflammatory response and viral infection so and so forth <laughs> so do we really need a specific vaccine indeed i think um, although this bcg gives you the non specific immunity is not really 100% protective still in absence of other vaccines right at this moment we should go for the B- in my opinion we should go for bcg or mycobacterial vaccination and in the meantime we should also try to develop some kind of non specific uh, a specific vaccine and we have our own strategy i'll uh, discuss in a minute so with that view with that data when we did analysis in the very early uh, march i uh, talked about uh, all this data i talked about uh, i did appeal uh, in various um, media and also i wrote to our um, honorable uh, science minister as you see the in the left panel i did uh, mm, say that is, as you know uh, uh bcg trial is going 
is important and indeed we have a better uh, strain which which we call mip mycobacterium indicus pranai which is discovered almost uh, uh, 40 years back in 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 india and which is very similar to bcg but little better than bcg in my laboratory we did a uh, lot of work and then we did publish several papers and we saw they are, uh, they induce better cytotoxic t cells and also better interferons so with that point i wrote to minister that uh, we should immediately start vaccination with the mip is mip is also known as uh, mycobacterium w mw so uh, i did appeal uh, in mean mid march and i did uh, wrote to uh, our um, icmr dg professor balram bargav i did appeal jc sir we need to um, uh, you know uh, initiate clinical trial with mip and uh, this is the reason they induce better cytotoxic t cells and they induce better interferons we should do it um, and uh, you know i did in the uh, social media and also uh, especially to uh, dr harshvardhan pmo and icmr this we should make committee and we should start immunizing with uh, bcg or the mip so that was my appeal and uh, although there are um, i don't know hopefully uh, they have heard my uh, uh, you know appeal and uh, after 20 25 days uh, all of a sudden i saw uh, uh, you know the three places like uh, pgi chandigarh and uh, aims bhopal aims jodhpur and uh, kadila uh, and with the csir they are uh, they initiated uh, mip uh, you know vaccination and indeed uh, we are uh, hearing that the good results is coming you know, from pgi chandigarh um, and uh, it is good that um, my what i proposed long long back uh that's been now adopted uh, and although i i am not informed and i don't know has not been consulted that's okay for me uh, as long as it uh, helps the country i'm okay with it and um, the so that is the only good news <clears throat> so uh now coming to the uh, little bit uh, what we are doing right at this moment as i mentioned bcg immunity is a non specific and uh, also regular bcg uh, does not induce cytotoxic t cells i said so cytotoxic t cells uh, can induce an interferon which is given by the mip not by bcg so that is what mip is little better right at this moment we have another strain which actually gives better cytotoxic t cell immune response so basically as it is a non specific uh, immunity so our aim is to can we make a uh, you know genetically engineer this uh, abcg strain which induces cytotoxic t cells and do uh, can we have the better uh, you know covid-19 specific uh, vaccine and uh, also the as you know covid-19 is uh, continuously mutating so as it is mutating a recombinant vaccine or a vaccine may not work so that we have to be smart enough to cover almost all so that virus really all it, it should work for all 
mutated versions. So what we can offer is right at this moment, we have a strain that uh, mounts uh, at our position, mounts type one interferons. We have technology that um, delivers the protein, the against of which we need the cytotoxic T cells and also the antibody. We have, it, you know, we have technology. And then what we are trying to make is at this moment, as you see, this is the coronavirus and this is the strain I'm talking about. So basically some protein part from the coronavirus we are, we are taking, and then we are making a, some kind of hybrid. This is the, your vaccine strain is look, look like this. Whereas the genetic material of the, uh, of this, uh, uh, you know, COVID-19 is not there only the vaccine strain. So this uh, hybrid strain, which is, uh, should, um, uh, the, will work like this. Basically, this will induce the type one interferon and activate immune activation, which is the macrophage. I talked about in the very beginning. And it will induce specific T helper cells. As you know, T helper cells are required for helping the B cell to induce the produce antibodies. And also, because we are uh, you know, uh, sending this protein to a specific compartment in the cytosol, so that will um, uh, induce uh, cytotoxic uh, T cells. And also because of these proteins, it will uh, generate neutralizing antibodies. Antibodies are required at the beginning, very beginning I told you, for neutralizing this virus, although they in various modes. And also because of the BCG we are taking as the base, which is what is like the adjuvant. That adjuvant, because of adjuvant, we will generate immune memory. So at the, at the end of the day, what it translates, the COVID-19 uh, specific vaccine, we are, we'll get it. Both uh, cytotoxic T cells and the antibodies, which are uh, adaptive immune response are required. Both cytotoxic T cells and antibody will get it. And because of BCG is the base, which is the adjuvant, will get the long-term effect, which is highly likely one dose of immunization will, will keep you safe for lifelong. That is our goal, and that is right at this moment what we are doing. So all this data and everything is done mostly in collaboration with uh, one of the uh, investigators uh, with uh, Arna Bhattacharya in JNU, and our student is Avibab and uh, Saurabh, and this is uh, my uh, small group in my, in my laboratory. So that is what right at this moment we are doing. So I would like to end here, uh, but um, if you have any question, definitely I'll be happy to uh, answer. Sir, while people are uh, raising their hands, uh, I wanted to ask Dr. Anand Ranganathan, who you work with closely at JNU, oh. uh, yesterday and for a few days has been tweeting, has been talking about antibody tests. And it seems yeah. yesterday he tweeted about uh, the head of Holland's National Institute of Health announced that they've conducted antibody tests and about 3% of the population, which is 18 times more than the uh, infection uh, uh, that has been uh, tested. So do you think that this is so widespread and we are actually developing antibodies already? In large populations, do you have any comment on that? Yeah, uh, 
let me as you see this is uh, in in somewhere in my talk i also said antibody is also protective uh, plays protective roles and antibody response means there is uh, two things either the person is having uh, corona virus or the covid 19 or the person who has had the uh, been exposed to the corona virus and because of your immune system can generate antibody or the protective immune response they are uh, protected they are no more although uh, uh, they are no more uh, you know in danger with uh, um, uh, for the uh, covid 19 infection they already resolved the infection so if you what how this is this will help number one the community spread and also the another thing i forgot to tell you some of the things because of your immune system it can eliminate some of the population because of your immune system symptoms is very low still they are carrying the virus they can spread uh, uh, spread virus so therefore the mass uh, uh, testing and with antibody testing is indeed necessary that is what um, uh, data from the various countries is uh, uh, coming out and also anand is anand is pushing really hard the government should go for the antibody testing so antibody testing another thing is um, uh, as you know right at this moment we de we depend on the qpcr or the real time pcr for the real time pcr basically you depend on the throat swab or the nasal uh, scrub and that's need really a, some kind of technical uh, you know person and then process the sample and the pcr whereas in elisa the whereas the antibody testing we need a simple one blood drop uh, one drop of blood so basically so you know those who are coming negative in one go it can do lot of uh, samples together and less intensive um, in instrumentation required and less intensive um, you know uh, technical skill is required so i prefer i echo with um, anand that uh, we should go for the mass testing with antibodies and these are then people uh, could actually go to work without a problem work in factories in offices everywhere because they would already be had developed uh, yes yes you are right i was wondering whether the foreign media anybody is, uh, is aware of this pcg i mean the americans they are dying the europeans they are dying i mean they are has professor gordon das tried to contact them told the media that this information it could save thousands of human lives and they would be very grateful to india for that if professor gordon das contacted anybody in the foreign media well there are uh, foreign media also picked up uh, my things and this is been uh, discussed i know in uh, in australia this is discussed in canada in many places and uh, also the many of the countries is uh, i'm not claiming that uh, they uh, they heard from uh, me or they of course they had their own uh, you know um, committees and many of the countries already uh, started immunization for example in, in us they started immunization with the bcg australia they did the fast track they are mass immunization with, with the bcg so as the netherland uk 
Germany, they all um, started immunization much before than India. In India, I uh, started talking about in early March, and then uh, that time I heard the various comments. I I don't want to talk about all bitter things, and and then at the end, uh, initially nobody agreed. Nobody said there's no uh, credentials, there's no proof and thing. At the end of the day, but in the uh, more than a month gone, and they already started it. And when they started it, uh, unfortunately, uh, I was not uh, been called. I was not been uh, consulted. So I don't want to talk about all these, all these things. But uh, as long as it is, uh, hu uh, you know, helping the humanity, I have no problem. I'm an ENT specialist from Calcutta. I was following uh, Dr. Anand Ranganathan for quite some time, for maybe one month, for regarding all this vaccination. And from there, I got your uh, uh, Twitter handle, and I get to know about this. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, making us aware of this uh, BCG vaccination and also Ministry of Health Welfare and our Health Minister. Though they are not recognizing you, we are quite upset about it. The thing said, just I wanted to know, as we know, BCG is a very safe vaccine. We give it in the units just after birth. And also in adult for bladder cancer and all the other uh, uh, indications also. Can we give it without uh, the uh, making it at institutional trial? Can we give it to public? Because BCG vaccination, as we know, is a very safe vaccine. So can we give it as a preventive measure to our patients? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I'll answer you in two ways. Number one, uh, as uh, medicos, probably you are one of them. Uh, they will... Uh, take a call and also right at this moment as you see uh, the MIP that I was talking about which is little better than uh, BCG is already given to seven people in the small trial in 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 PGI Chandigarh and then uh, got all of a sudden very good result actually almost all se uh, seven patients been uh, shown uh, uh, dramatic improvement and immediately uh, right now they are being recruiting uh, more than 6,000 patients in 40 different hospitals. So basically, yes, a quick, um, uh, you know, uh, randomized clinical trial was required. And indeed, they, they, they did the right thing. And then after is gone for the going for the uh, bigger trial. And as, as you know, this is COVID-19. The whole spectrum is 14 days. Uh, so basically, or maybe 21 days. So basically, a quick trial can be conducted and we can go for it. So basically, already quick trial is done. And then now we entered in a bigger trial. Sir, why I'm talking more about BCG vaccination because it is much more available in the market than MIP yeah. vaccine. MIP vaccine so, is not at all available in the market. Yes. So that also I, I talked, I, uh, you know, I did, uh, I sent a different uh, message to uh, science minister and ICMR DG, all in and various media. I uh, talked about it. As you see, the BCG is already available. That's because uh, all our newborns they get uh, BCG the first day of their uh, life. So basically, uh, readily we have we, we a BCG is available, and we should give it to the targeted population. What I mean by targeted population, those who are in the high risk. For example. Uh, those uh, medicals, doctors, or the medical professionals, those who are directly in contact with the COVID patient, number one, and those who are, you know, having transplant patient and etc. So they also can get it. 
and those who are aged more than uh, 60 70 and those who are taking care of the covid patient at, at home those are the targeted population they 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 uh, government should consider to give them uh, bcg uh, uh, immunization that is what my proposal was yeah uh, thank you such uh, that was a, a wonderful talk so uh, i'm actually a euro oncologist at uh, mumbai and uh, i've been using bcg for bladder cancer patients and incidentally the uh, you know the lead for the american trial was from uh, md anderson from a colleague euro oncologist and that's why I kind of uh, you know got interested in it because us one of the biggest problems is that they have a scarcity of the vaccine they don't have it available and uh, from the very beginning i felt that probably india is the country which should have been taken the lead uh, you know right from the time that uh, the netherlands and australia and then after that uh, the americans uh, joined the wagon uh, i think i would totally agree with uh, uh, what the professor has said and i'm glad that at least uh, somewhere it has uh, you know kind of started uh two things um, i think most of the trials which are being done at the, the other countries outside india are primarily on healthcare workers i think with the uh, supply of bcg that they have they probably would not be able to uh, you know have a trial which is large enough to be done in a uh, in a in a uh, cohort i mean a cohort which is a uh, community one actually that a cluster randomization trial would probably be the best way to do it but the kind of numbers required and the kind of vaccine vials required would not be available in us and netherlands <clears throat> and australia so i i think that way we have a lead and the uh, second thing as you mentioned you know that we are doing mip again we have we'll probably have uh, we'll be able to answer that question in a better way uh, because we are doing it in community a and because we are using the mip so really uh, looking forward to it uh, one quick thing was that uh, you know because i had been working on our intravesical bcg we had some concerns about uh, the toxicity of intravesical bcg in our bladder cancer indian patients seems to be much higher than those in the west and uh, there was some work which uh, we were doing on that um, and one there were two theories one was about the strain of uh, intravesical being used in india and the second one was uh, uh, you know thinking that because we have a pre vaccinated uh, population would the host immune response be different from that in the west and so we were looking at things like uh, the igra bcg and maybe the tuberculin skin test to see if uh, you know that is the reasons um, and i was wondering if the igra bcg could be uh, you know put us one step uh, it'll be a much faster thing to be done you know do you think that would be one of the ways to take us a step forward over here yeah uh, well i agree with you 100% uh, so basically you all medicos uh, they will actually decide as you saw from the data some of the bcgs are doing well some of them you know relatively better some of them are relatively less so basically and also um, one thing i would like to mention here in in india what we have uh, two things in our favor number one we are pre immune with bcg and also the early lockdown so if i am not i am not discussing early lockdown that did a great thing coming to the immunity as you see this is already we are immunized with the bcg whatever the strain it is and thereafter basically because of less hygiene index we call it call it less hygiene index we are continuously being exposed to the various um, Uh, organisms, uh, especially, I would like to think of mycobacteria-like um, or mycobacterial strains that 
keeps our uh, you know uh, basal immune response is little higher than those who are in us this data i can uh, uh, say by myself that's because i work in us and i work in in india also so because of our high basal immune response is higher so we are uh, protected that means before the virus adapt your system they have been elim eliminated so right at this moment i don't want to go in uh, politics but uh, political views but at this moment what i feel we need a great leader at least scientific uh, field those who are um, uh, the person who can come and then unite ourselves all the scientists all the medicos and then probably uh, uh, take uh, forward because otherwise what happened you know this is uh, this the bcg and mip things i talked it first and then after i uh, talk all these then uh, all of a sudden i saw that uh, you know um, group coming with um, you know uh, kadila and then uh, you know uh, bhopal and jodhpur and chandigarh they came so then after that also uh, this is after 25 days 25 days or so then after one uh, week later so another uh, uh, organization came up with uh, you know with uh, um, say they, this is our and then we are going to conduct this and that so i'm i'm all i'm trying to say this is going in everywhere instead of uh, we need a leader who can you know bring everybody on the platform and we should we have a great strength and we should uh, lead and then we should show the um, world uh, and we should um, you know uh, save a uh, uh, lot of human lives so that is what uh, we should uh, do right at this moment so and uh, meep uh, as you see this is meep already we have some stock and also we have bcg stock we should and in target population we should go for it isn't it uh hi uh so actually i moved out of the domain of immunogenetics about 20 25 years back i'm an alumnus of jnu the life sciences department oh thank you and later yeah and later i worked in loyola medical center for two years with dr hans martin yak uh my research was in the area of characterizing clones to be used in the formation of v3v and lambda5 vaccines and uh, those were uh, intended to be recombinant vaccines for the use of uh, displaying uh, self genes on non self um, entities when you were talking about the bcg vaccine what just came to my mind was probably by some serendipity there may be some kind of a nucleotide sequence which is common it's a, it's a there must be some kind of a commonality which is getting recognized by the bcg vaccine where it's originally created for its intended purpose but the covid 19 may be expressing that that nucleotide sequence sequence and hence it must be getting destroyed um well i mean uh, uh, that uh, so far no uh, you may be right but there is no uh, so far there is no data available but um, but certainly people talk about that um, you know hard uh, immunity and uh, you know it it really doesn't matter as long as as you know the uh, I, i can take one name like you know um, your um, salicylic acid when it been discovered basically it's uh, uh, for uh, uh, fever and then 
but the mechanism, if you look at right now, also there are hundreds of mechanisms. Uh, you know, uh, people uh, think about it, and for various indications, as long as it is it is working, we are fine with it. As long as it has minimum side effect, but it works, it, we are we are fine with it. But yes, I agree with you. A lot of research is required, whether it is the specific immunity or the non-specific immunity. That is a uh, uh, you know next uh, uh, research topic. Definitely one that will be interesting. That and one should uh, carry on to do research. And as you uh, uh, said, the basically there are some nucleotide sequences that maybe some uh, if anything uh, you know immunity specific immunity that has to be translated. Translated means uh, uh, translation that means protein whether it has any. Uh, you know, amino acid uh, homology with the human proteins that has to be, uh, you know, uh, finded out. And whether with that particular sequence that whether there is immunity is raised or not, is has, and I'm talking about BCG versus uh, COVID, whether uh, there's a homology is not, one has to find it out. Whether with that epitope or with that stretch of proteins, whether uh, cytotoxic T cells or the helper cells or for that matter um, you know um, uh, antibodies is being raised that also has to be uh, funded out yes that is indeed a good topic of research thank you thank you hi Govardhan hi ma'am how are you doing I'm good I'm good uh, Govardhan it was an interesting talk uh, I have some specific queries I'm not much about the clinical trial that is going on that you talked about with though I did uh, you know read in media and things like that that CSIR and you know other uh, places they have started including PGI and good to know uh, from you that you know it has already been started and you know people are giving so if you know the details can you quickly share what kind of uh, uh, route of administration they are giving and what are the what is the stage of the patient at which they are giving because uh, as an immunologist, I feel that, uh, uh, do you think it is going to give a very quick response the way we are looking for it as for therapy? Well, as you know, uh, um, Madam, actually, uh, we met uh, several times and I definitely, I, I can talk about, uh, but definitely I, uh, I do not know their protocol, but uh, once again, but being an immunologist, I really don't want to go for the every patient. I, I can go in detail, but I don't want to go right at this moment. In every patient is not going to work. And that's because one small hint I would like to give. Those who are already in a critical condition, in those patients, giving a BCG is no meaning. Why? Do you know? That's because in critical condition, the patient the uh, have the severe lymphopenia when there is a severe lymphopenia so basically your lymphocytes or the uh, or the phagocytes they are not available in the periphery and no matter how much you are immunizing uh, your uh, inflammation is not going to go away this is some one example so that is what that is what i was appealing to government appealing to all people to make it some kind of committee so that everybody can actually contribute and so as now with the people talk about the plasma therapy in a plasma therapies every patient is not going to respond some of the patient is going to respond depending on the 
antibody status in them so that is what also i think in my opinion government should come up with some kind of committee that includes the scientists immunologists medicos uh, epidemiologists you know pathologists so but it's not really uh, right at this moment that is been required so toruna uh, ma'am i what i am trying to say in my knowledge i really do not know what actually um, the route they are using and um, and what dose and what patients but definitely as you know the bcg immunization uh, done in uh, id intradermal so and previously it used to be given some kind of uh, pinch now some people give in the as an injection so i really do not know uh, what uh, what uh, protocol they are following as i am not involved i i do not know uh what you were thinking when you had proposed this idea to government mm -hmm. that bcg you know should be uh, given to the patient so what you were thinking the route of administration for these patients and what are the stages in your opinion you know going to be appropriate so in my opinion the uh, uh, bcg initially i was thinking for the those who are uh, you know uh, contact the high risk uh, uh, people like for example uh, medical Uh, professionals and those who bcg is uh, will work to the patient who are just uh, showing the uh, started showing the symptoms or early phase of infection because of early phase of infection there is a fight between your immune system and the virus who is who is winning right at this time if you give them boost to your to your immune system in this case bcg can give you the better um, type 1 interferons Act, you know activation of innate immune responses so early phase of infection it will work to in my opinion is wonderfully but in if you give in a late phase probably it may not work at all that's because the as you know because covid those who are in the severe patient the huge inflammation already lung is you know half half of the lung is non functional almost all the your lymphocytes phagocytes they are at the site of uh, site of infection and that is what almost all the patients are having severe lymphopenia because of severe lymphopenia availability of the lymphocytes availability of the phagocytes will be much less no matter where you are injecting or you are giving this um, uh, bcg yes if you can give the bcg intravenously so then you may have some chance it may end up going to the site of inflammation then may it may work but i am not sure whether bcg can be given in the intravenously so far there is no protocol for giving bcg in intravenously and there are some papers are coming out in giving bcg in, in monkey in intravenously etc but so far in human bcg immunization through intravenous route has not been so far is given and before everybody go, uh, you know leaves i would like to mention this is i there is i do not have any grievance or i don't have any uh, objection or any complaint for anybody what i believe what uh, uh, i thought and what i presented and i presented to the um, Uh, you know science minister then the 
uh, ICMR. Um, that is, I thought, is my responsibility, being a citizen, being uh, a government employee, and uh, my expertise. If it works, and I'll be, uh, I'll be really happy. And uh, but um, if I, if my expertise, if it can help more, that will be even appreciated. That's it. So I do not have any grievance. I do not have any complaint. I'm just uh, uh, what I thought I told you. That's it. Yeah, sir. Uh, at the outset, thank you so much. It was very illuminating. So as an absolute layman, what I would want to know is that considering the degree of safety associated with the vaccine as a measure of prophylaxis, pure prophylaxis, would it not be judicious to administer this to the most susceptible segment of the population? That is the elderly. I am asking this especially from the point of view that I have two very elderly parents at home for 80 and 70. So that being the case, since although it's not proven uh, with, with the kind of results which everybody expects and the efficacy, would it not be judicious to just administer this universally to this segment of the population? Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, I'll uh, answer this question to you uh, two parts. Number one, one uh, when I proposed, I proposed, yes, uh, it has to be given to the most, uh, um, you know, uh, vulnerable uh, population like elderly. And uh, that is what uh, we need to rejuvenate or the vaccination. So that is what uh, um, it has to be given to, uh, to this uh, uh, to elderly population. Second uh, question you asked, the, whether um, the uh, efficacy and the risk uh, involved. As you know, the BCG is given to the uh, population, the newborn, which is the one day old, where their immune response is not um, uh, developed even. When I fully developed, of course, some of the immune response are there. So basically, if that population, a newborn, can withstand a VCG vaccination, I think every population can withstand a BCG vaccination. So from safety point of view, I think BCG is very, very safe. And it is given not only the children, but also given to the cancer patients and some other uh, patients as um, also clinical uh, trial is being happening. So I think BCG indeed is very, very safe. And uh, to me, it should be given to the vulnerable population here in this case, in the elderly uh, population. Yes. Of course, this is my opinion. So this is uh, Rahul again. Um, in the tweets that, uh, you know, you were uh, sharing with some graphs, I think, uh, between uh, Portugal and Spain, if I yeah. remember correctly. And then there was, you were talking about uh, co the inverse correlation uh, of, of BCG. Yeah. Somebody pointed out, somebody senior in the government uh, who at least I'm in touch with and uh, is, is a very, is a good supporter. He pointed out that, I think it was Portugal if he pointed out that the same, in spite of universal BCG, the, the, it, the case does not hold good. So the reason I'm calling this out is one of your graph, I think you mentioned the strains which are more, which have higher efficacy. So I just wanted to clarify once again that is that the reason that in spite of universal uh, vaccination, 
the core the deaths and the incidences are much higher is that because of the strain and i'm asking as a layman i have absolutely no medical knowledge uh that you know in spite of universal vaccination where you're uh, not seeing the same correlation the inverse correlation you're saying that that is because of different strains of bcg used where uh for example in your tweets i remember uh, a senior government uh, official actually pointing out i don't remember the country names but on top of your graph earlier in tweets i follow you and him uh so he was mentioning that there was uh, not a clear correlation I, if i'm not wrong it was portugal that in spite of universal no no in uh, okay in my tweet there was a uh, good thing was uh, you raised a good question so in my uh, tweet what i compared uh, with uh, uh, bcg vaccination in uh, portugal versus spain uh, there here is the why so some people when i uh, i was coming in several media and etc the it was uh, kind of uh, people said yeah well it could be other reason the um, food habit and um, you know uh, genetic differences etc that's true however the if you look at the portugal is a small country in almost three sides is uh, spain spain is never been um, Uh, immunized with uh, with bcg portugal did <clears throat> so basically if you look at uh, their food habit their uh, culture their uh, climate and also uh, genetic uh, makeup is if not the similar is very similar so so if you compare the data with uh, uh, spain versus portugal spain is very very high whereas portugal is very very low so that is what the i was trying to make a case with the bcg vaccination even if there is very much similar to other variables the bcg vaccination has its own uh, effect and uh, that has been uh, later on validated that's because the data and right now there are 12 papers and uh, my paper is right now in, i did not put it in ojo non um, review thing you know that thing i didn't put it but i peer uh, review peer peer review i did not i really state to put in a journal there under review now and uh, we have is uh, data from the uh, whole uh, 178 countries and we see there is a clear difference clear uh, <clears throat> difference although degree of vari- uh, variability is uh, uh, is uh, different and indeed in my data if you look at i can uh, share my slides some of the uh, countries still having the vaccination but still having some kind of a little higher um, uh, incidences and what we believe and also we did the data with uh, the strain of bcg we used the when we strain of bcg we used there is a variability there also so that is what we think you know some of the bcg strains like mix and pusher they are doing uh, giving the fantastic result and we should go for that kind of strain that is exactly we proposed okay hope thank that you. answers the yes, question yes sir thank you very much and i was very curious about the uh, less hygiene index and the basal immune response is higher that was very very curious 
So, sir, just uh, once again, from a layman's perspective, you know, a lot of Indic uh, health systems, Indian health systems, Ayurveda, naturopathy or whatever, they tend to believe that if you raise your level of immunity by the right food or the, with, with cuff and, and you may not have a, an opinion on this or have a very medical opinion and that's fine, but just still want to ask and not shy away from asking this. They say that uh, viruses and bacteria will not attack you. And while medicine, modern medicine system says that this is a new virus and the body has no immunity for it, and so it will necessarily attack. Do you have a layman's answer for people like us who have no idea or no training in medical sciences? Well, I mean, uh, you, you, you asked a very fantastic question. So when we talk about, see, the, all the medications are... Uh, including your salicylic acid is coming from the plant derived, right? And the, I can take out the uh, quinine and can take out the artemisinin. They are all plant derived, right? And in our Ayurveda, we talk about the coming from the plants. And so basically, yes, I can talk about, we did work some with something with called virginin, some we call it, um, virgin is coming from the, uh, that is called sultry. We work for with curcumin, as which is coming from the turmeric. We work for agidactin, which is coming from the neem. As I'm only for the example I'm talking about, in Ayurveda, all these uh, plants are uh, given. And, does, uh, and indeed, uh, all these uh, plant products has effect on your immune system. As your immune system, uh, if, if you can modulate, of course, uh, for viral infection, one kind of immune response you need. For bacterial, for fungus, for parasite, different kind of immune response you need. So basically, if you, yes, if you can modulate your immune response, you can avoid, um, avoid uh, you know, infection. In for viral infection, some people say you take uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, etc. Vitamin C is coming from the orange. And I'm just, for example, I'm talking about. So similarly, for Ayurveda, yes, you can modulate your immune response. Yes, you can, by modulating your immune response, you can prevent infection. And as I said, so our immune, basal immune response is high, and we easily can eliminate the invading pathogen. That includes, uh, or the organism, that includes the virus. And this, uh, <clears throat> once the virus, uh, you know, infected and the already disease onset and the disease critical uh, condition that time it is difficult definitely but before it, it it infects yes you can keep yourself healthy with a healthy um, uh, you know food and healthy ayurvedic medicine and uh, you can change your immune system you can keep your immune system better isn't it well, thank you sir, very much. Sir. Well, actually, this is coming back to the layperson perception of known uh, germ versus unknown germ. Uh, we do have a high immunity level basically because we've been consistently, the way our vaccine also has been developed, we've been consistently been exposed to certain germs uh, particular to our geography and hence unhygienic levels despite being followed, we build a high immune system. But with the COVID, it's an entirely unknown germ. And hence, the sanitization is required because you cannot count on your body's immune response, that is by recall. 
it's not a it's not the uh, you know it's not the uh, the uh, the t cell response that you can imagine which will come which will be because they recognize the covid per se and hence they encourage the sanitization i'm sorry yes. if dr das uh, govardhan das if that is what um, <laughs> my interpretation is because it's not that just by eating well i will fight a virus no 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 madam 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 is 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 really it's not that one thing we see i mean what i every time i keep on saying what the government uh, you know advice we follow everything word by word toto is not see what uh, what we are talking about is a personal opinion and also is not the one thing is absolute so is many things we have to follow the sanitization absolutely i agree with you and the uh, food habit uh, what do you call it ayurvedic yes we we should and the uh, is new virus yes it is new virus we have to prevent um, a spread we have to mount immune response of course this is uh, of course one should not be in one has to be hygiene hygiene index i oh i got it um, where you are talking about hygiene index not i'm talking about as a in your current at this moment hygiene index i'm talking about exposure of a person with different organism in different times different uh, parts of your life suppose sub, uh, the hygiene index in us is much higher than hygiene index in india so basically because of various uh, um, exposure of course not covid 19 i am talking about previous exposure to our basal immune response if you look at uh, in take out the some blood from a person all life in us versus a person in india you will see there is a difference in cytokine pattern and other uh, uh, you know uh, molecules so basically that is higher and how it uh, any infection happens the in infection doesn't happen with a Uh, all of a sudden all of the bugs come together i say is come once twice five ten bugs um, uh, at a time and during that time so before the adaptation of the bug in your body if you can eliminate that is what the most of the time we do not get the disease so that is what exactly i'm uh, trying to uh, talk about is hygiene index doesn't mean you go and uh, you know right now and the dirty over uh, hygiene index which is in different parts of our life we are exposed to various organism including the you know if you were in a uh, you know dense population uh, and so on and so forth 